welcome to this, the second episode of my new podcast, Ahan About Whiskey, with me, Vic, your Whiskey Minister. So, the first thing I want to do in this episode is to clear up a wee question about its name. Someone asked me, why is it called Ahan About Whiskey? Well, it's because it's Ahan About Whiskey, and nothing about anything else. So, there. I hope that clears that question up. Big thank you to Roddy for sending in the second audio comment to my podcast. Again, Roddy is from the Netherlands, also a friend that I met at the whiskey school in Groningen. Now, if this keeps up, I'm thinking of making a new regular feature for my podcast. I'm maybe going to call it Dutchman of the Week. Hey, Fred, good evening. Well, first of all, congratulations with your podcast, man. That's really an awesome idea, especially with your type of knowledge and your experience so far. Well, I'm looking forward to your next episode. Cheerio. Cheers, Roddy, and thanks for your comments. I'm not ignoring the questions that you sent within the body of your comment that I snipped out. I will get to them, though, in another episode. But I'm going to be accused of favouritism right now as I'm going to answer a question from my wife, Nunzi, in this, the techie part of the show. She said, Now, this is probably going to be a stupid question. Of course it won't be, says I, hoping it wasn't. Anyway, she asked me how a distillery could make a consistent whisky time after time. Say, for example, a Talisker 10, when there are so many variables involved in the process. Now, that is not a stupid question. Actually, it's a really decent one, and one that I can really develop in this podcast. Similar to a question that I got on Facebook from a friend called Stevie Milne. And Stevie, he's the dad of Jordan a talented young lad who played for a couple of seasons for the mighty Forest Mechanics. And Stevie asked me how a distillery could produce batches of product time after time with the same colour. So a very similar question, so I'll try and answer them both together. Let's backtrack a wee bit first in order to help explain this. In Scotland, we have two types of distilleries. We have malt distilleries and we have grain distilleries. And in malt distilleries, we produce malt spirits. And in grain distilleries, we produce grain spirit. Now, they're both matured in oak casks for at least three years. And then, only then can it be called Scotch whisky. Now, if, for example, we take whisky from one or more malt distilleries and from one or more grain distilleries and mix them together, this is what we call a blended whisky. And if we blend together malt whiskies from a number of malt distilleries, that is called a blended malt. But the one I want to talk to you about today is called a single malt. And that is when we take malt whisky from a single malt distillery and nowhere else. Now, when producing a single malt, everything in that bottle has to be from that one single distillery. However, what a lot of people don't know is that it doesn't need to be from a single cask. doesn't need to be from the same production run doesn't even need to be from the same year or from the same type of casks. When producing a single malt, you can mix and marry different malts from that same distillery. But remember, it must be from the same distillery. 
And I'm eager not to say blend, but that in a sense is what we are doing here. We're taking malts from that single distillery that can be different ages and from different casks. So potentially it's got different flavours, different aromas, different peaty levels and even different colours. And combining them together to generate a product or what we call an expression. And generating an expression from all these different cask types and age profiles and, and flavours and aromas. This is what very clever people called master blenders do. They pick parcels of casks, like I say, different cask types, different ages, various flavour profiles, and they marry them together to make, for example, your Talisker 10. And the skill is to pick spirit that when mixed together will taste and smell and look the same, exactly the same, as the previous batch. Now, when making our Talisker 10, not all the whiskey in there needs to be 10 years old. It has to be at least 10 years, yes, but it can be older. You see, if you see an age statement on a bottle of Scotch whiskey, that is indicating the youngest whiskey in that bottle. So, for your 10-year-old, there could be in there 10-year-old, 11-year-old, 12-year-old, 15-year-old, 20-year-old, whatever, as long as it's all 10 or over. Whatever ages is required to combine together to make that expression the same as the last one. Once made up, each batch is tested, of course, to make sure there's no product drift, so that hopefully your next Talisker 10 that you enjoy is going to be exactly the same as the last one. And this is done for both taste and colour. But the distiller has something additional up his sleeve when it comes to colour. There is an additive that can be mixed in with whisky. It's called plain caramel or E150A to give it its proper title. And this is a permitted additive according to the Scotch Whisky Regulations 2009. This will add colour to the whisky, but not flavour. But that's also something that some people might disagree with. Most companies would say that when they add caramel, it is to ensure consistent colour, not to add excess colour. But that is also up for debate. And some of the younger whiskies that we see out there, well, they have a fair amount of E150A in them. So I hope that answers the questions from Nunzi and from Stevie about mixing or marrying whiskies to ensure consistency in that final product time after time. And just in case anyone was wondering, this episode was not, I repeat not, sponsored by Talisker 10. What about my dram this week? Well, I was a lucky boy and got a nice wee surprise for the postie. I got a sample of Daft Mill 2007 winter release sent to me. A new whiskey buddy from Facebook had won a bottle in a contest that I had also entered. A competition from the really good whiskey company to do an online whiskey tasting. And this chap who won sent me a wee dram from his winnings. How generous is that? So, of course, I had to sample it. And unfortunately, I broke the cap when opening it. 
so I'd drink it all in a one Now, I don't know too much about Daft Mill, and I've never had a dram of that before. And it was just yesterday I realised how close I was to the distillery when I was helping to start up a maltings in Ochtermachti last summer. Shame, I could have asked for a wee tour, ruin it, when I was there. Anyway, what about this 2007 winter release? And it was the release that was for the UK. Well, distilled in 2007, bottled in 2019, makes it a 12-year-old. And there's not a lot of colour there. It's really quite pale, in fact. The expression was from seven first-fill bourbon casks, so maybe you would not expect a lot of colour in this one. And one thing that is certain, there's no caramel in this expression. The nose? Well, that was really interesting. It started with a real hit of lemon sherbet, Really strong. And then the longer in the glass, the more green fruits that started to develop. There was apples and pears. And it was very fresh, very clean and rather fruity. And does anyone remember ice cream soda lemonade? Well, it had a real note of that as well. It had a cracking nose, this one. So what about the palate then? Well... I'm afraid it was relatively weak compared to the nose. It promised much. It really did promise from the nose. But for me, didn't fully deliver on the palate. Don't get me wrong, it's not a bad dram. It's, it's a rather nice dram. But it's just a bit weak on the taste side for me. It had a great mouthfeel though. But not a huge amount of flavour. Yes, there was there was a touch of fruit and vanilla and quite a lot of sweetness. And then peaches and pineapples coming through at the end. And it did have a really nice finish though. Very buttery, very creamy finish and quite long. But not much of a burn from the 46% alcohol there. So, a nice dram. Not fantastic overall. But fresh and clean, a really great nose and a lovely finish. So, would I recommend it? Well, yes, if you can afford it, as it's nay cheap. I couldn't find this online on any of the whisky retailers. I could find it, though, on some of the auction sites. The retail sites were sold out of their 100 quid, 150 quid stock. And you are not going to get it for that on the auction sites. So that's the dram for this episode. When this week, I have been mostly drinking Daft Mill 2007 Winter Release. Well, that's me done some techie stuff, spoken about a dram and played a message from a Dutchman. So that's about all we have time for this week. Another episode flown by. Remember, I'm really wanting your comments and your questions as audio messages. So please head over to the Anchor site. That's anchor.fm stroke ahin about whiskey. Record your message and send it in. And you too could be on this amazing podcast. Especially if you're Dutch.
And if you've not had enough of me yet, and you listen to this before Sunday night, you can head over to Facebook or YouTube and search for The Really Good Whiskey Company. And you can watch me, as well as listening to me. I'll be online at 8 o'clock on Sunday night, helping Shelley and Alex with another of their fun blind tastings. So come on over and have a look, even if it's just to check out my new bald head. I got so fed up with my hair during lockdown that I decided to shave it all off. And I think it looks rather dashing, even if I say so myself. Now, some of you may have missed the first episode, when I tried to end with some music. Well, I've been reading the small print, and I noticed that you can only hear the end music if you listen on the Anchor platform. So, if you are there... If you're on anchor.fm stroke ahin about whiskey, I've got a great song to finish with, and I hope you enjoy it. If you're listening elsewhere, well, you just don't know what you're missing. Anyway, thanks a lot for listening. See you all again real soon. Slangy Vah. <laughs>